0: something that we announced last week. Got huge response, huge response. So we're going to try to keep these, you know, five to 10 minutes. It's going to be a challenge sometimes, I'm sure, because we want to highlight as much as we can. But uh, we're going to get started on our first one. We're going to, like I said, keep these kind of kind of, kind of, of brief, but hopefully highlight everyone. So today I have uh, Harrison on board. Harrison, give us your, your full name and a little bit about your college and, and what you've done uh, before you got out of school.
1: Right, yeah, appreciate it, Andrew. Um, thanks for having me on, by the way. Um, so yeah, Harry Bogus here. Um I'm from Sleepy Hollow, New York, and I just graduated from the University of Miami. Definitely want to go into the sports industry. Um I've had some prior experiences in it, um, which I'll hopefully talk about talk about a little briefly. And yeah, as of right now, I'm back home in Sleepy Hollow. Um, just really figuring out my next steps. I'm looking back like both in New York and Miami. Um very open to both. Miami's
0: me. got better weather though. So
1: Miami's definitely got the weather. <laughs> Miami's definitely got the weather, but I, I do appreciate being in New York and home and I definitely think I probably a better foundation in New York, but I definitely yeah. people out in Miami and those of you that enter Miami if you're tuning into this appreciate it.
0: How um what did you major in in college?
1: Yeah, so I majored in international finance and marketing, so really just a strong business foundation. And then I minored in Spanish and sociology. So, I mean, it's all pretty open-ended. I can speak Spanish. I want to say practically fluently now. Um, But I've always had a passion for sports and business. And I like to think I've always had like an entrepreneurial kind of mindset. Um, I like to go out and get things and yeah, taking it from there.
0: What kind of stuff were you involved with in college? You know, any clubs or other activities or anything?
1: uh yeah, definitely. Um, I was in like the entrepreneurship club, actually. Um, Kane's Inve- Investing Association. So that was kind of entrepreneurial. I worked with uh, inner Miami this past semester in ticket sales, which was a great experience. <laughs> Working with you know just a, a new young team, it was just a really a cool experience to see that play out. Obviously, it's unfortunate that you know we didn't i didn't really get to see the actual oh yeah
0: yeah um It, it looked like they were uh getting some great traction down there though
1: no definitely definitely you
0: know everything looked pretty good any other internships um during your college days
1: yeah um i was uh last summer i interned in the city at um in new york city at turner broadcasting um and i was specifically the sports i did like digital account services so a lot of like digital marketing and advertising and looking at their campaigns that they had going on and just tracking them and seeing if I have any sort of like hindsight as to what we should be doing better. Um, what else? I've done a lot of things in my four years. I uh, did ticket sales for Miami. Actually, I'm wearing a shirt right now. So about the U. Baby. <laughs> the U. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did ticket sales for the baseball and basketball games there
0: now on the ticket sales that you did was it um did you focus on like group tickets or individual game seasons
1: yeah so i did a little bit of everything um my manager mike kwiatowski he had me doing so we did like group sales I'd he'd give me a list of people i'd reach out to and i also did single individual tickets where you know people would come to the games and sell them so I definitely had a little bit of hands-on and also on the phone experience there. Was
0: there a certain ticketing system that you guys worked with, and were you involved in that, or did somebody else kind of handle the entry of everything?
1: Um, there was some sort of system. I don't know the specifics of it, to be honest with you, Andrew. Okay. But, um, we had some sort of system.
0: No, that's, that's you know cool to know is what you know um, platforms you're you're familiar with. When you went over to Enter Miami, what were you focused on there as far as, um, ticket sales and service?
1: Um, so I really, I really helped out with the AEs a lot. Um, and I was like, I guess you could say what I was doing at a certain point was a lot of cold calling. I would have a list of clients to reach out to and then kind of like inbound those sales leads to, you know, the AEs themselves. Um, and yeah, I mean, I definitely helped out get a lot of people on board and it was awesome and it's just a bummer, again a bummer that you know it didn't make it see it totally play out of the season but hopefully it's starting soon so yeah
0: yeah it sounds like things are slowly getting back so hopefully um they can have that that home opener soon because uh, it's, it's going to be back down there yeah what kind of you know i you know you're in business and international finance what's the passion for sports like where does that come from
1: it's a good question. I mean, I've always had a passion for sports, like, you know, ever since I was a little kid.
0: Did you Did you play any sports?
1: I did, yeah. I mean, in high school I played soccer, basketball, and lacrosse. Um, so, I mean, you can see I've always – I've definitely considered myself always be a competitor. And, you know, <clears throat> I've always been told, like, to follow what you enjoy. And if, if you follow what you enjoy, like, it's just going to make your life a whole lot more – Man, like, yeah, it just, it's just...
0: It's, it's 100% true. true. I mean, I, I'm 41, man, and I feel like I've never worked in my life. I've there never had a it. job, you know? I love there.
1: it. And so I've always loved sports. And even though I've always loved it, I've always seen it as more as just sports. You know, I've always, like, seen it almost through like a, a business perspective. And I just think there's so much opportunity in this industry and it's really going to take off. And it already has been, but I just think there's a lot more opportunity and I definitely want to get involved in it.
0: What kind of you know, role are you looking for now in sports?
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm open to a couple of different things, you know, I'm pretty young, young out in my career right now, but I have interest in sports marketing, um, sports like almost like consulting like management type of roles. Um, also I I enjoy my experience in sales, uh, very open to sales as well. So, um, Oh, I know those are kind of three different things, but
0: uh, yeah, uh, no. And I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you're right out of school, number one, so you don't have to have it, you know, all figured out yet, but, uh, um, you know, those are the most, the most available is obviously ticket sales. That seems like the, the number one thing out there. And, you know, yeah. I, you know, that's not for everybody, but, um, you know, sometimes it's a good way to, um, Get in and produce, especially if you're a sales salesperson and like that yeah. that rush of uh, selling and competing. Mm-hmm. Do you have kind of like you know that ultimate job that you're looking to achieve in your career, like you know, and you want to kind of get get to that point?
1: Yeah, um, I'd love to you know be work with like I guess we're talking like dreams, you know what I mean? I I think being with like and working with the NBA, I've always had a huge passion with the NBA and I, I love everything they're doing. Um so that's big on big on my bucket job bucket list you could say. Um but also on a more like I guess you say like through a third different scope, like it's like more business business oriented, um on the back end of things, like almost like a Wasserman working there, I think it's always been a great interest of mine. Um and I'm also interested in startups a bit, you know, I, I'm, I'm checking out this one place, Paramount Projects, um, much smaller, but uh, it's a hands-on type of vibe and like, you know, doing a couple of different tasks at once, so really, yeah, I mean, I'm really interested in this industry and I think there's just so much opportunity. Um, I don't know, yeah, so I have from giving you a lot, Andrew. Just, no, like,
0: hey, no, you know, that's, I, just, I, I mean, listen, it. it's, that's great stuff, man, I mean, it's, yeah it's good i mean that you've you know thought thought that out some and you know have have some goals like what do you think you know are the biggest skills or assets that you could bring to you know a new job out there
1: right um i mean just my hard work being one of them i've always been a competitor always work hard um i'm really excited about just sports as an industry as a like as a whole um and I think that that's something I, I, that goes with me anywhere. I'm a quick learner. Um, I'm a very hands-on t- type of guy. You know, if I have a question, I'm not afraid to ask. And yeah, I'm just a very personable, conversational kind of guy. Um, not afraid to put myself out there. Just those
0: tougher tougher one is like, what's the biggest weakness, or you know, something that would hold you back a little bit?
1: Yeah, uh, you could say man, biggest weakness. I'm I'm definitely a bit impatient um me too (laughs) which can definitely bite you in the butt sometimes you know because then i feel like if i'm my impatience i can sometimes like if there's a task at hand i can maybe lose focus on that task you know but that's probably my biggest weakness i'd say um that's a big one yeah no i mean that's
0: definitely i mean it's i look at that as a weakness and a a strength to a degree i mean it's you know you definitely don't want to get uh Complacent and just uh, be waiting around and be okay with that. So, especially in in sales, you you got to keep you got to have a little bit of impatience in you. Right. Um, how would you define success?
1: That's a big question. I think for me personally, you no know, success is just like having that self satisfaction and that you know, what I'm doing, I'm happy with what I'm doing, and what I'm doing is valued, and all this, and while I'm doing that, the people that I'm with have that respect for me, and they're growing, um, but yeah, I, th- I think at the end of the day, success just comes down to just that self-satisfaction, and you know, being able to look yourself in the mirror, and tell yourself, like, what you're doing is good, and, uh, and yeah, just self-satisfaction, I don't
0: what kind of separates you from someone else, you know, going into uh, yeah. a career field here?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a too, too cliche of an answer, but I think it's just, it just comes down to my hard work and the fact that like I'm going to out compete anyone really. Um, I've always been a competitor and I naturally care about people, you know, I, um, especially if I work with them, I'm definitely a people's kind of person. I want to see the people around me grow. Um, so just really the way I look out for other people and the way I put my my foot forward every day, I think is something that really will take me a long way.
0: Are you open to other locations outside of New York and uh, Miami or is, are you kind of just focused on those two areas for relocation?
1: Um, so as of right now, I'm honestly leaning towards New York for a bit. Um, definitely, I mean, not for a bit, I'm leaning towards New York right now, open to very open Miami, and I'm definitely open to it, anywhere. I'm, I want I want to travel. I'm young, you know. I don't have anyone holding me back. No girlfriend, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm open to traveling. I want to. Yeah. No
0: girlfriend, really. So does that mean you kind of got like a girlfriend? Yeah, like, what's... A girlfriend.
1: No okay. girlfriend. No girlfriend. No <laughs> girlfriend.
0: I don't want you to get in trouble in case she's gonna listen. So. No, no, no.
1: no girlfriend. I'm
0: open to traveling for sure. So
1: that, anywhere, if the opportunity is there, I'm definitely in to
2: take it.
0: Well, and sometimes, I mean, that's the difference is being, having, you know, that flexibility, you know, being able to take that risk. What yeah. is kind of, you know, like a fun fact about you personally, like, you know, maybe somebody wouldn't know or just that kind of, you know, describes your personality a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I honestly got two for you. I got, I got two. Okay. You. Um. Fun fact, two months ago, or r- roughly two months ago, I went skydiving. I thought that was Whoa. a big one. That was huge for me. Um, down in
0: F- Florida or up in New York?
1: Yeah, down in Miami, I went skydiving.
0: What was that I- like?
1: It was great. Shout out to I want to just go shout out to my buddy, Kano. He uh, he got the tickets for for us. Um, I was scared at first, but it was great. It was a great time. I, highly-
0: I, I don't think I would do it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I highly recommend <laughs>
0: All right, so skydiving, and what's what's the other? Yeah, and
1: then I got a sports one. Um, okay. So I don't know if you remember, it was like 2009, the um, six overtime game when it was UConn Syracuse. I was at that game, and unfortunately, it was on a school night, so my dad, my dad, we didn't get to stay for the whole thing. But I thought that was definitely a cool fact. That oh,
0: you missed out on that.
1: Yeah, one of the biggest like. <laughs> Biggest college games ever. I had a lead like the second overtime.
0: So is are you a Syracuse fan being from New York or who's uh, your I team?
1: Have, I would not even say that. I'm, for I me, mean, for, for college, I'm a Miami fan. And then my dad went to Dayton. So I like Dayton Flyers and Miami Hurricanes. But
0: how about your pro teams? Where are your were pro teams? North,
1: not too far from where I live. So oh, okay.
0: I love going up there to the Knicks games when I was a kid, so. I've yeah. been up in years, but so is that are those your teams? Knicks, Rangers,
1: Knicks. I'm, Yankees. A, Starmer, I'm a Knicks, Yankees, Jets. Usually it's uh, you know, Mets, Jets, yeah. but I live closer to the Yankees, so I grew up seeing them. And then, how about hockey? Rangers, Rangers, okay,
0: yeah, but cool.
1: Well, sports <laughs> back soon, so.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds good. I mean, you know, I appreciate you coming on today. You know, we're trying to, you know, give some little glimpses of who who you are and who people are and hopefully help, help get you in front of the right people. Well, we're excited to be back for another Free Agent Friday guest um, and trying to get exposure for as many people as we can during this rough time. A lot of people are are uh, out of work right now in the sports world and there's a lot of great people that uh, teams are going to be happy to pick up here soon. so and I've, I've got another one right now. So um, welcome. Thanks for, for joining me today.
2: Thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah well let' let's start just you know give us your name and you know a little bit about your college and, and school time.
2: Sure. So my name is Cecilia Della Villa. I graduated from Rutgers University with my undergraduate degree in psychology and criminology. I made the jump into the sports and entertainment industry this past May 2019, actually, um, when I obtained my master's degree in in, in sports psychology. So I kind of made that jump. And um, I, I have been absolutely loving it ever since. So it, it was a, it's a different career path than what I was used to, but it yeah. is uh, exciting and a fresh start for me.
0: So what is kind of your ideal, you know, like career job? You know, what kind of job are you looking for?
2: So ideally, I would be getting um, back into the higher education. space. So I did have experience in that for four years. I would love to do something along the lines of uh, being an athletic director or, um, you know, working in student advising with student athletes, anything along those lines. I think that that higher education space. it's a pivotal time in people's lives. Uh, it's a transitional time. And I think that having the support, especially uh, coming from somebody who has a degree in sports psychology, um, a little bit of a different twist to provide that additional support and encouragement um, with making that transitional time a little easier.
0: No, that I mean, that definitely. and I think more and more schools and even even teams are um, you know gonna be looking for that skill set as well. So, Um, Definitely good. So where are you located at? You're in the New Jersey area.
2: I am. So I am in Asbury Park, New Jersey, for anybody who is big on the music scene, (laughs) uh, very close to the Stone Pony. I'm about an hour away from New York City and about an hour and a half from Philly, give or take. Um, Right now I could probably get there in about an hour (laughs) with no traffic, which is great, Um, but a great location for uh, the sports and entertainment industry very central, um, which is awesome.
0: Are you willing to relocate? Or are you looking to stay within that region?
2: So ideally, I would stay within this region, but I am so open to anything at this stage in my life. I'm getting married in October. We don't have any children Congrats. yet. Thank you. We um, we rent an apartment, so I'm, I'm not you know tied down to a house or anything of that nature. My fiance actually has a very similar background to me. He also has his master's degree in sports psychology. Um, So he's a huge Bengals fan. And you know, out in Cincinnati, we have the Reds, we have the Bengals, we have new uh, FC Cincinnati. So lots of sports out there, lots of great schools. And I think that um, a market like that would really open up uh, lots of stuff for us.
0: What um, kind of, you know, give us a little bit of your background as far as like after school and um, you know, even during while you were getting your your master's. like what what kind of work were you doing?
2: Sure. So while I was getting my undergraduate degree in psychology and criminology, I was uh, working at Middlesex County College in Edison, New Jersey, um, in the Office of School Relations. So I was a project assistant there. And what that office did was we basically ran all events across campus for the k through twelve community. So whether that was teacher practice exams or robotics um, competitions whatever had to happen on campus for the k-12 through community our office dealt with so i was doing anything from pre-registration to registration to actually organizing budgeting um, and executing the events and then being there on campus for all of the events that took place for um, and through the office of school relations So from there, I graduated and I got my first full-time job as what um, was called a life coach at this company. So basically what I did was I helped rehabilitate individuals back into the community that have had long-term psychiatric hospitalizations or jail or prison um, time. So once they were discharged back into the community, I helped with that reintegration process and I acted as a advocate and liaison to help link them to community resources. Um, It was a very difficult but gratifying job. So from there, I was promoted to assistant team leader where I looked over all of my clients on my caseload and then also had some management duties such as overseeing staff for the forensic team and things of that nature. I also had I was tasked with things like doing quality assurance checks and audits for the state, making sure that uh, all of our files were intact and ready to go in case there was an audit. From there, I got a job as a wellness coach, which was a pretty parallel shift for me, uh, just to a new company. But the reason I made that change was because that company provided me with a flexible schedule and a scholarship to, return to school. So I'm sorry. yes, yes, that was big for me. So during my time there, I worked full-time, I went to school full-time online, and obtained my master's degree. After I graduated in May 2019 with my master's degree, I was offered a job at Prodigy Search, which is an executive level recruiting firm in the sports and entertainment industry. Uh, They also recently branched out to do things like nonprofits as well, and I was the administrative associate for that office so within that role i basically did all day-to-day operations for the office and i also co-led any recruiting efforts um, necessary so within that role i you know helped identify potential candidates helped create prep documents for interviews and things of that nature so i was kind of a jack of all trades um i did hr related duties for staff and Um, I was able to really dive into a bunch of different areas that I hadn't experienced already, which was great. And unfortunately, that role is ending as of the end of the month. So the rest is PBD, but I'm excited about the future. The next
0: chapter is ready to be written.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: You know, when one door closes, another opens. It sure
3: does. Yeah.
0: um, What kind of, you know, what's your biggest skill that you would kind of bring to your ideal job
2: so um, I am just really open to trying new things I try to bring the strong positive energy um, when it comes to learning new skills whether they intimidate me or not whether I've ever crossed those kinds of bridges before or not I try to just approach it with an open mindset and um, try to stay excited about what I'm doing you know so I I just I think that I put 100% into anything that I do Uh, I try to at least, I'm very detail oriented. And I also think that I have the ability to be a great leader. Um, I've I've been in a leadership role in the past and when I'm not in leadership roles, I find myself taking the initiative to present new ideas, uh, bring new ideas to the table, um, or volunteer to lead on a project if there is a leader needed for something. So I always am just trying to try something new.
0: oh that's great that's great now the hard one is what's what's the biggest weakness you know what what could hold you back
2: so i think coming from the mental health field and seeing um great things come from taking big risks in people's lives and really negative things come from taking big risks in people's lives i think that my um my weakness kind of falls right in between there so just my own anxiety and fear, um, I find myself sometimes having to just take the leap because once I start thinking about it too much, I kind of psych myself. Talk yourself better. out of it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, but if there's one thing that everything kind of going on in this moment has reminded me, it's just that life is short. You have to take the risks. you yeah. know. Um, you have to put yourself out there. Failure is never failure. It's just the start of something new. It's a good learning.
0: Um, You know, everything's a learning lesson and it's definitely, uh, definitely true. I I used to love to take risks. I still do. They're just more calculated now. (laughs) A little smarter, a little bit more thought into them.
2: I think I'm entering into that period of my life too, but (laughs) every once in a while, you just have to kind of leap in. So
0: yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Uh, Why? Um, Is higher education kind of, you know, a target for you? Like, why do you want to work in that realm?
2: Yeah, so like I said, that was, um, I started off at Middlesex County College for two years. And during that time, I just found myself confused, uh, trying to make decisions about my life that didn't make sense to me at that age. Uh, How was I supposed to pick a career I wanted to do forever when I didn't even know everything that was out there? I found that being, in a smaller um, college setting at first was so helpful to me because you really were able to make that one-on-one connection. And then I went on to Rutgers, where I was 500 in a class and didn't have that anymore. So I really saw both sides of the higher education space and I felt the need for more people in psychology to work in higher universities and and higher education and colleges help provide that support and that transition to students because I went for, on one hand, knowing everyone and on the other hand, knowing no one. Um, so having, you know, that person that you can connect with, especially student athletes where, you know, you maybe are there on a full ride and you're kind of lost in the sauce of being the student athlete, but you wanna thrive in other areas of your life that you have goals and ambitions in too. Um, I think that that would be a great place for me to kind of mesh all of my skills from all of these different roles together to, uh, help someone transition through that.
0: What's, what's your favorite sport? If you have one. A ball. I'm a Giants fan. Okay. I was gonna say, if you said Eagles, I would be. No. Okay. Good. I grew up in Pennsylvania, but, um, I was brainwashed as a kid. So I'm a Cowboys fan
2: okay so, well, so okay. that's
0: that's probably as bad as an eagles fan for you but um <laughs> but no the giants okay how about um are you are all your teams new york teams then is that kind of what you
2: so Knicks? i'm uh giants yankees and
0: then devils okay no basketball
2: here and there for basketball. I guess I'd say I'm a Nets fan. My my fiance is a Celtics fan, so he's got me, you know, watching them. But okay. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, he's a weird mix with you know his Boston teams and his Cincinnati Miami and Boston. Teams. What's going on here? Yeah, he's confused.
0: Yeah, <laughs> most of us are. <laughs> so what um what what separates you from you know other you know candidates when you're you know going into these positions? What what really can push you over the top for somebody?
2: I just think that I, I never I never stopped trying. Um, I learned a long time ago not to take criticism personally. And once I learned that, I really set myself up for success. Prior to that, there was just constant questions about whether I was good enough or whether I was doing the right thing or making the right decision all the time. And that's really, really exhausting. <laughs> so when I started to learn um not to take criticism personally i found that my confidence was increasing and as my confidence increased so did everyone's confidence around me in me um and when that happened i you know that's when i start to get creative and innovative and show my best work so i think just the fact that i i don't stop trying i don't take things personally i I want to learn. I want to hear the criticism. I want to get better. Those are new ways of doing things, better ways of doing things, maybe something I hadn't thought of. So really just taking in every experience and every chance that I get to learn something new and applying it.
0: That's really good. All right, let's get um, like, how about a fun fact about you personally? Like, let's get to know you a little bit. I love this question
2: (laughs) Um, so I am an adventure seeker um, and that's where I kind of have to hone in my risk-taking and that's where I start to overthink because I'm naturally just an adventure seeker I have skydived a handful of times I went cage diving with great white sharks in South Africa I have hiked glaciers in iceland i um one of my life goals is to become an adirondack 46 er so i what, what is that so hiking all of the adirondack mountains above um i, I think i want to say it's 45 thousand uh feet above sea level um big mountains up there yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> all of the adirondack 46 Okay. Um, so i currently have five down and I have a long way to go. But when I, when I make a goal for myself, I, I just do it. I, I just set out to do it. Um, I, I don't think about how difficult it's going to be. I just kind of dive in. and
0: Or dive out the plane. Tell me about the skydiving. The last um, gentleman I was talking to just told me he just recently skydived for the first time, too. I would not do that. But what was going yeah. through your head to do that?
2: I did just- you enjoy it? I did. I absolutely, and I hate heights. I hate heights and I love to hike and I love to skydive Um, because you know what? You don't have time to think when you're up there. And that's always been my downfall. It's just that overthinking. Um, You're attached to someone, the door opens and you have, you know, 30 seconds to get everyone out of the plane. So, um,
0: Wow, that just freaks me out thinking about it. But you don't have time
2: to think. So I think that's why I loved it so much because it took that moment away and just helped me experience it.
0: Did you do it more than one time?
2: I did. So I I jumped my first time a couple years ago. I then forced my. Fiance, he was my boyfriend at the time. Somehow we made it to this moment in our life.
0: <laughs> he jumped. Um, is the thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, to go with me, he loved it and wanted to go again. Um, and we we jumped again together with a couple of our friends after that. So
0: wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Way more brave than me, that's for sure. Uh, anything <laughs> else that you wanna you know share on this brief? You know, kind of get to know you.
2: I think I just want to say I am extremely grateful for this platform to, you know, get myself out there. I am new to this industry, but um, I may I may not have the most experience. I may not be deeply rooted in this industry, but I am so excited for my future. Um, I'm excited to put myself out there in ways that I haven't and probably wouldn't have had this whole... Global pandemic not happen. I think it just helped put things into perspective for me where I want to be the steps I need to take to get there and the people I need to connect with to do this. And I'm just very, very excited about what doors this will open for me.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think you hit it hit it on the head. That's Great. I think you've got, you know, a bright future and I'm excited to try to help, you know, as as best that I can and hopefully um my network can help too i mean the the network that that i've been building is is pretty rapidly growing and hopefully again this kind of came to me one night and i was like how can i try to help people i just see people every day posting about um losing losing their positions and things like that and it's 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 not their fault i mean there's like yourself and others i mean there's some great workers great skills that you know, are, are out right now, so.
2: Absolutely, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you.
0: Well, back for another Free Agent Friday, and today I've got Allison with me. Thanks for joining me, Allison.
3: You're welcome.
0: So give us your, your full name and, um, you know, your education background.
3: So my name's Allison Freeburn. I'm actually a recent graduate in December, I graduated with my bachelor's in science in business information and management from Seminole State College, and then I took an extra semester to get my post-bachelor's certificate in social media and e-marketing from the same institution.
0: Oh, nice. When you were in school, did you um, do any internships at all, or did you work um, as um, well?
3: I worked a couple of part-time jobs. So the first job that I got right before I got into college was as a dance teacher at the studio where I grew up dancing. So even though that's not really the industry that I want to be in, it really helped me to build customer service skills, retail skills, sales skills, as well as working with people and children, especially children and families.
0: So what then is we- your... i oh, go ahead.
3: And then a little bit later, I got a job as corporate partnerships game day staff at Orlando City Soccer Club. So that sort of helped me to nice. get direct experience in the sports industry, as well as volunteering with their charity arm, the Orlando City Foundation.
0: Nice, I did a. I went to the foot golf thing last,
3: whatever oh, you it was, did. September,
0: October, yeah.
3: Yeah, I was actually one of the volunteers I was helping check people in.
0: okay, nice. I was with um, the Orlando Seawolves, which was the indoor soccer team. So we had some of our players out there. Yeah, I remember fun. that. It was that a was lot a of fun. fun one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So is what's kind of your goal position then? I mean, you want to stay in the sports business?
3: Yes. Ideally, I would love to go full time with Orlando City. That's my ideal goal. So anything that would help me get to experience to get to that point would be ideal.
0: What kind of role are you looking for?
3: Um, probably something like member services, corporate partnerships, community relations, since I have kind of experience in all three of those areas and that's played to my strengths, but I'd also be willing to work in another department if it helped me to build up to one of those positions.
0: Are you um, looking to just stay in Orlando or are you open to other positions outside the area?
3: Um, I would like to stay in Orlando ideally, since that's my hometown, that's where I grew up and I wanna be able to give back to the community where I grew up But if something came up that was remote, since I have a lot of experience working remotely with the school and everything, I would accept that as well.
0: So um, since, you know, you're kind of looking in the sports world, what give me some of the stuff that you did with Orlando City, Um, your partnerships, game day staff, like what did that entail?
3: So we did. We were on the activation side of corporate partnerships, so a lot of our responsibility was helping to set up and run our fan zone that takes place before all of our home games. So that's checking sponsors in, helping them set up their t- tents to make sure they have all their questions answered. And then when fan zone is open, we're sort of roaming through fan zone and helping sponsors with their fans and making sure the fans are having a good time. And then when the gates open, we're also handing out the free gate giveaways that our sponsors helped to put together for us.
0: Okay. What, um, do you, any memorable moments while you were there? Anything that like stands um, out like your favorite favorite thing?
3: I think one of my favorite things was when I was working a fan zone for a women's team, the Orlando Pride. And there were these girls in the fan zone that were making posters for their favorite players so that the players would sign the posters. And so I went over, I sat down next to them and I helped them like, Learn how to spell the players' names and help them figure out what number they were. And then I said, "Hey, do you guys mind if I help you draw the Orlando Pride logo on your poster?" And they're like, "Oh my gosh, really?" They were so excited. And I think that really plays into why I really wanted to work in sports because making people happy, making them smile like that—it sometimes you don't know what kind of day they're having before they meet you, and you can sort of turn the whole day around. So that's why very I rewarding, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Very. I, I love that aspect of it too. Love it. What skills um, would you bring to your ideal job?
3: Um, like I said before, my work experience, I bring a lot of working with families and children, working with people. And I also, the big thing for me is I like to take initiatives. So, that's sort of how I push myself to challenge myself and create new challenges. And so taking initiative is one of the biggest skills that I value and that I have.
0: I know this one's always a tough one, but like on the flip side, what's, you know, a weakness that you have?
3: Um, probably sometimes I can be a bit stubborn. So <laughs> Sometimes that's a good thing, though, because it's yeah. sort of if you're stubborn about something, then it helps you to sort of like push for it. So if you have an idea that you're really stubborn about, it can help you sort of figure out how to push for it and sort of present it to people. But I also feel like sports has helped me to be a little less stubborn because of the fast paced environment and things are changing all the time. So I really think that that has helped me learn to be more flexible.
0: Very good. What, you know, what's the main reason you want to stay in sports? I, I think. I mean, you said part of it, but is that anything else besides, you know, the rewarding aspect of working with, you know, people?
3: Um, I also think that with sports being such a fast-paced environment, it allows you to sort of meet lots of different people. So during my time with Orlando City, I've met lots of different like athletes and corporate C-level executives and... TV personalities and local politicians too. So I feel like with working in sports, you sort of get to network and meet all sorts of amazing and unique people.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's always changing, like you said. So um, very high, high and fast paced. Um, love it, love it. Um, how would you define success?
3: I think that success for me, have to be the impact that you have on other people because i really placed an important value on giving back to people and having a positive influence on them and so i think that if i can inspire somebody or make their day or make them smile then that's how i consider myself to be most
0: successful now you said you're in orlando did is that where you grew up for the most part
3: yes I am a Florida native. I was born in Fort Lauderdale and then when I was about three or four, we moved to the central Florida area and I've been in Orlando ever since.
0: So how are all your, you know, sports teams, you know, like, you know, is your NBA team the magic and Orlando city? How about,
3: um, well the magic i know they made the playoffs recently orlando still has yet to make the playoffs but i'm staying hopeful that we will one day and that is my goal is to be on the full-time staff by the time we actually win our first championship so
0: oh that would be great I'm keeping
3: my fingers crossed and trying to stay positive
0: yeah well i mean it's it's strange how things can can change even on the the team side you know like one year they might you know, not make the playoffs next year might go the whole way. So, um, yeah,
3: I know we just got a new head coach this year at Orlando city and he seems to be really tough on the players, but I think that will be a good thing for them. So maybe this will be the year.
0: Yeah. Did you play soccer or is that just kind of like a passion that you have?
3: Um, I prefer watching it as a fan. I think that cause when I tried to kick her around the ball when I was younger, I would miss half the time. <laughs> so, I don't really think that playing soccer is more of my strength is watching soccer and being a fan
0: of it. At the uh, foot golf thing, did you get to participate at all, or were you having to work the whole time? Um,
3: I was a volunteer, so I didn't really get to actually kick the ball around or anything, but I think that may have been a good thing.
0: I'll tell you what, it was fun. And it's, it's definitely a lot harder than it looks. My leg was actually tired <laughs> from yeah, from imagine. that. So it was fun. So what kind of, what se- would separate you from, you know, somebody else when somebody's kind of looking through people for a position, What what will stand out about you?
3: I think my passion for the industry, because I'm the industry really motivates me to work with people and have a positive impact on them. And so I think my passion also to learn about the industry, to keep reading, keep watching, and also to keep honing my skills in volunteer work and working part-time and things like that.
0: How about a, I always like this, it's just like a a fun fact about yourself. Uh, It's always good to let people get to know you a little bit.
3: Yeah um so back in february i was volunteering for the foundation at one of their charity events and it's this big gal where everybody dresses up all nice and there's a dance floor and there's a buffet of food and so it was towards the end of the night when all the players and everybody were on the dance floor together and the cupid shuffle comes on and one of our players, Benjamin themselves, he just stares at me like a deer in the head, like so he doesn't know what's going on. And so I say, hey, do you need some help? And he says, yes, please. I don't know this song. And so I jumped in and I taught him the Cupid Shuffle. I did the whole dance with him and everything. And I really oh, wow. appreciate, <laughs> he was a really quick learner and he's like really positive guy, too. He always has a smile on his face. And so I think that's pretty interesting that I'm the only person in the world right now that gets to say they taught Benji Michelle.
0: <laughs> so next time when you see him do it, you could be like, Hey, I,
3: I taught you. him you that. Better, do it right this time.
0: <laughs> better represent. Well, yeah, no, that's great. I mean, any, anything else that you want to, um, you know, add about, you know, your background or self, uh, for everyone that's listening.
3: Well, in addition to the events I do with the Orlando City Foundation, I also worked with them on my senior capstone project for my business degree. And so part of that was helping them to discover new opportunity or solve a problem they had. So for my group project, I actually led my whole team to create a plan for the foundation that allowed them to expand in the Seminole County. They partnered with a local community center in Sanford. That was part of the plan I created for them. And back in February before everything shut down, they actually had their first soccer programming camp at that community center. So that oh, was nice. sort of something that became a plan that I came up with that became successful.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome to see. I think there's so much opportunity there in central Florida having lived there and been to Orlando city and Orlando you know, pride games. A lot
3: of people games. are coming to Orlando. It's always growing.
0: Oh, it's, it's crazy the yeah. the amount of growth, but that's gonna be good for the team, I think. So yeah. I'm excited for the MLS to get get back to it. And I wanna thank you for joining me today. I know it was brief, but hopefully it'll help, you know, get you out in the spotlight with uh, some of these potential um, employers as people are starting to hire again.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. I had such a good time.
0: Well, we're back with Free Agent Fridays and today I've got Tyler Hotz with me. Tyler, if you could, reach, uh, let us know where you're from, where you went to school, a little bit of information about yourself.
4: Of course, yeah. Well, thanks, Andrew, for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's really nice for you to do this for so many people who you know, are coming out of college and looking to take their next step or they might be in between jobs. So um, a little bit more about me. Um, I am a 2020 graduate from Appalachian State University. Um, I graduated with degrees in public relations and journalism um, and I'm originally from Knoxville, Tennessee.
0: Okay, nice. What is kind of your ideal career, you know, job that you're looking for coming out of school?
4: Oh yeah, so the thing I'm looking for out of school is, you know, something to do in college athletics preferably. So I've been looking at positions whether it's in, um, you know, G5 or power five, preferably uh, division one at college athletics for communications. Um, I also um, have had some experience getting to work with conferences as well um, on a volunteer basis. So I've also been interested in that. So, um, you know, coming out of college, you know, I'm looking at, you know, a year long internship or possibly trying to do like a graduate assistant program because um, I really enjoy school. Um, That might not be the same for everybody. but um I really I really liked class and school, and um you know, I still in the back of my mind would love to be the first person um out of the four of my family to get a doctorate degree possibly so um nice. I have, I have possible hopes to continue to you know maybe use that master's degree and to one day um possibly get a degree for you know a doctoral program so
0: so, how was it since you just graduated with covid and everything i mean was there any kind of recognition, or what'd you guys do?
4: Uh, so at App State, they did a virtual graduation. Um, so they made sure to list off everybody's names and they pre recorded it. Um, so and they did a really good job with it. Um, they had some, one person read every single graduate's names. Wow. Every single one. Yes. And. Um, App State is actually a little bigger than people would expect. It's almost twenty thousand students now. So, really? Wow! Yeah. So it's uh. So That's it, up you know, in the
0: mountains, isn't it?
4: Correct. Yes. So nice, nice and cold. Was, yeah, it's it is really nice and cold. It's really nice right now. It's like you know seventy degrees and like a light breeze every day. But um, nice yeah they did a great job with it um what they want to do is if things go well and they're allowed to like have graduation ceremonies in the winter they want to invite back all spring 2020 graduates to like a special ceremony in december so oh nice depending be cool. yeah depending on where i'm at and how much time i have you know i'd love to participate in that
0: so with your search now are you open to Anywhere throughout the country? Are you looking for a specific geographical area?
4: Um, honestly, I'm open to pretty much anywhere in the country. Um, you know, a few months ago, I would probably said a little bit more limited. To you know, I have a lot of family in the Midwest, and okay. you know, that's the area that's always been attractive to me. And I also have a lot of family down in the Southeast, so I was mostly looking in those two areas. But okay. uh, now I'm pretty much open to going anywhere. You know, this. If a place suits me and you know, there there's not as many places hiring, of course, and I like the people who work there, I would go anywhere. So
0: So in, you know, obviously like communications PR, what kind of um, areas, you know, would you focus on as far is there like I'm sure depending on the level, you know, is the, the difference, you know, the the power five, you know, there probably is a bigger PR and communications team than, you know, a D3 school or, or, you know, even um, two or one a.
4: Yeah. So, um, you know, when I was at app, I worked with our student newspaper for a year and a half. So that was a fun side to see the other side of like what it's like. And it, you know, it helped me because, you know, when I was a sophomore, I decided that, you know, maybe I kind of want to change and I want to see what um, you know, like what it's like working for an athletic department. And now I fell in love with it. I knew that's just like what I wanted to do. Um, So getting to work at like, you know, a good football school, even if it's, you know, at the group of five level was really helpful for me because we got national interest, especially this year with wins against South Carolina and North Carolina, maybe more so than some other group of five schools would. But, you know, I've also had two summer internships at Tennessee because, you know, being home and over the summer in Knoxville, I was able to make some good connections there. So it was interesting getting to compare and contrast, like how much media attention is on like a sec powerhouse program. That's right. um, and, you know, app state's been great at football the last few years, but it's just, it's just it's a not the same. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different level. And, you know, your roles in the athletic communications office are a little bit different because, you know, at Tennessee, you have more staff, but you also have a lot more media responsibility for sports like you know, men's basketball, women's basketball with you know the legacy of Pat Summit, and then obviously football as well.
0: So what kind of stuff did you work on at University of Tennessee then?
4: Um, I did a lot of writing um, because of my writing background. Press
0: releases or was it more stories?
4: Uh, it was more a feature story work. I worked okay. over the summer and there was not as much press release material going around during okay. that. Um, I did some like, you know, baseball updates. Uh, I helped out the baseball contact at the time do that. Um, I also got to write a few feature stories for women's basketball, men's basketball and football as well. Um, I also got to participate in a, uh, SEC football media day. Um, when I oh, was in nice. Tennessee. So, um, that was a cool experience to kind of show like what the top of the top of this industry can look like. And, it's you know been something to aspire
0: to give you a good taste at least so what about what kind of stuff were you working on in appalachian state
4: um so i was our primary sid or sports information contact for uh field hockey for two years um i came into have knowing nothing about field hockey growing up in tennessee but i quickly learned the sport and uh i love working with the players and the coaching staff and you know to kind of You know, I had help, but to also kind of be in charge of a whole sport as an undergraduate student for two years was something that, you know, I think really helped me and hopefully it will give me a leg up on maybe some other people. Um, And then right before COVID happened, uh, I was also promoted to work with our baseball team um, as the primary sports information contact in uh, January. So got to work with them for four months, you know, we got in, I think, 17 games. So I got some season experience at least as well. So, um, that's just something else to say that, you know, I could work with two sports, um, writing all the press material for them, press releases, uh, you know, doing all the nominations for them, working on, you know, designing, you know, and design materials such as, you know, uh, like record books and stuff like that. So.
0: I was going to ask cause I saw you had some creative stuff on your resume, Photoshop, InDesign, Premiere Pro. I mean, is that, you know, like on the basic level, like to do that kind of stuff? Or, I mean, are you full on graphic design abilities?
4: My writing capability and my media relations work is definitely, you know, superior to the um, creative work. Uh, I'm proficient in all three of those programs. Uh, You know, mostly because of my classes, I'm proficient in Premiere Pro. And I got a, you know, I got good experience and my professors were really helpful um, and then we hired somebody this past summer for, um, to do more of our graphics for us. So I'm very good at, you know, editing templates and I can, you know, um, you know, make slight changes and I come up with, you know, ideas for how to like incorporate it, but putting it together is, you know, something I'm trying to get better at
0: enough to be dangerous right now. Yeah. Kind of like me. That's, that's how yeah, I would get <laughs>
4: Exactly. And then you know, end design is something I enjoy doing more than Photoshop actually, which some people, you know, vehemently disagree, but layout is something that, you know, I actually like doing a little bit more. It's more of, you know, writing based and it's more of like, you know, uh, closer attention to detail instead of more of like creative work. So,
0: yeah. And then I saw you did, you have, uh, experience with Stat crew, some stat programs, um wordpress and sidearm i'm taking i haven't worked with sidearm but i'm taking that that's a content management system for websites yeah it's it's
4: yeah it's a cms system that's you know kind of dominating um you know college athletics i mean most websites that you go on nowadays have a similar look to them and that's because like sidearm is the provider it's a really easy uh, back-end thing to use but Luckily, instead of just knowing that it exists, like I have two years of using it and I can yeah. do different things with it. So, yeah.
0: It's always good to have a variety of those skills because you never know what you're going to have to do in a pinch too, you know, especially yeah. with PR and communication. So what is kind of, we talked about a little bit about like your um, goal for the next job, but like what's kind of like the the dream job, you know, that you want to get to?
4: You know, that's, you know, in the conference, type of route, which is something that I'm really considering would love to break into one day. Um, It would be working at like the Big Ten or the ACC. Um, I'm a huge college basketball fan. You know, I went to a a college football school and I grew up in a college football environment in Knoxville, but college hoops has always been something I really enjoy. Um, So being at the top of of the level as you can be for college hoops would definitely be something I would strive toward. And I've been lucky to work a few ACC events, and, you know, I like the people that are working there at the time, and, you know, pretty much everybody is still there that I got to work with, and um, I just know they hire great people, and it seems like an organization that I would like to work for one day, so.
0: Who's who's your basketball team, then?
4: Who's my basketball team, then? Yeah. Um, so, my, my grandfather went to Virginia, and then my... Okay. Um, father grew up liking NC State. So we have a lot of ACC teams. (laughs) I like, you know, I don't have a favorite one, but um, the Big Ten connection is because I have a lot of family in Ohio. So I grew up liking Ohio State a little bit. So uh, I would say App State first because I'm loyal to my, I'm loyal to my dad, but I also like Ohio State sports as well. I followed them with my uncle. So
0: Not a bad program. Not a bad program. So what's your biggest, you know, what are your biggest skills that you would bring, you know, to your next school?
4: Yeah. My, my biggest skill is probably my writing capability and the flexibility that I can, you know, I'm not just a good grammatical writer, you know, I'm not just going to get AP style stuff, right. Which is my passion. Like I love, you know, I love grammar. I love AP style. I've been writing with it since I was, you know, a junior in high school, I got to work on our student paper, So, I'm very comfortable with it, Um, but I also like write some of the feature stories and, you know, when you're busy with, you know, school and working with, you know, one or two sports that you're in charge of, you don't have as much time to do that feature writing content, but it doesn't mean that I still don't enjoy it and can do well with it. Um, That and, you know, just maintaining, you know, the relationship side of it. I love talking to, you know, I know I worked in a, you know, college newspaper environment for a year and a half and, I like talking to media members. I like networking, you know, since this started, I've talked to over 12 people in this field or related fields just to see what they do, to check in, to like get advice. So maintaining, you know, the human relationship part too is something that I like to strive to do.
0: Yeah, that's important. How about, you know, nobody likes to talk about their weaknesses, but where, you know, where do you see your weakness and where you need to improve?
4: You know, the, like we talked about earlier, the creative side of some of those, you know, uh, creative programs such as InDesign and Photoshop. I'm very proficient in them. I know like more than the basics and I could provide something that's solid. But is it going to blow you away? Probably not. You know, I think that's something that I'm a well-rounded candidate for wherever I go to. But if I have to point to one thing that I could like, you know, see a step up, it's in the creative side. So if you give me a template yeah. or you give me a few things, or you tell me you want to fix different things and, uh, and something that's a little bit off, I can easily do it. But creating something from scratch is something that, you know, it's,
0: it's yeah. a niche. I mean, it's, it yeah. definitely, um, it's a different skill set. So, I mean, you know, I think the basics are what's most important for what you're, you're trying to do. So, um, but yeah, as you improve that, it's just going to make you bigger, you know, bigger assets. So why sports? you know, why do you want to be in the sports business?
4: Well, it's interesting. You know, when I was younger, you know, I played some sports, but my brother is like a diehard sports fan. And he was like a grinder playing high school baseball. And my dad was super into watching him play. And, you know, for the longest time, I wasn't as interested in sports. You know, I like had somewhat of a musical background and I had other interests, but when I got older, I was like, you know, I like the analytical side of sports. I like the stories in sports. I like the crossovers of like cultural, you know, phenomena that happen in sports. You know, there was a lot of things in just the games that I enjoyed. So um, when I started writing, you know, for a high school newspaper, sports was the thing I knew most about. And when I got to college, I was like, you know, I like being a part of a team environment and I like following that dynamic. So it's more of the relationship building and then of course it's also nice to you know grow up with my brother and my dad who are also big sports fans, so that is also part of it as well.
0: Yeah, no, it's good to follow you know stuff you're passionate about, and being able to marry the the two together um, is cool. That's I always tell everybody like, do what you enjoy, and everything else will kind of fall in line. If you chase the money or you chase this or that, but do what you love, and you'll never feel like you're working. Perfect. And that's, that's how I feel after 20 years in the business. I feel like I, I've never had a job just having fun. So yeah. um, what, how would you define success?
4: You know, that's tough. I'm only 22 years old. I'm still pretty young and it's like defined. I think I'm going to get changed how I define success now than Definitely. I do 10 years from now. Yep. Um, for me now, it's just, Finding a place that I can either further the skills that I need to be successful in the industry that I want to be in, or to, you know, further my education. And if I can do both, then I would love to do both. You know, that's why the you know grad assistantship route or even working out of school and maybe taking classes eventually is like kind of something that I want to do, is because um, sports and you know, working is important to me, but also being a well-rounded person is how I define success as well.
0: What kind of differentiates you, you know, what will make you stand out amongst the crowd for a position?
4: No, I, I hope that it's a combination of a few things. I think the writing capability is one, you know, I, I turn in everything where I post stuff on the, on a website, and I really don't think you need to look at it to see if there's any errors in there. Um, and then the other thing, one of the other things is also being able to communicate well inside a department that was something that i you know just completely did not realize when i started as a student worker how much internal communication affects external communication um, that's something that i've had experience with and you know i think i do really well and i can get along with coworkers and with, work with different style people and like try to meet their strengths and match them with mine and then you know i'm just hungry to learn and i like to uh, you know, I really enjoy learning about a new culture at a school or, organization. You know, I like the research and just stay up to date with what's going on.
0: Yeah, and a lot of these, I mean, especially the schools that you're kind of talking about, they, there is so much history there yeah. You know, with their programs and it just, uh, it's a lot to learn. It's going to be a lot to pick up, but it's going to be cool because you, you just see these different traditions at different schools and, yeah. um, you know, it's great to see. And every,
4: and every school has a history. It's not, oh, just the, not just the one I listed. I like anywhere I go, I love to learn. You know, any yeah. job I apply for, I like to do some research. And, you know, if I'm lucky enough to get an interview, I want to show that, hey, I'm going to be the most prepared candidate. Maybe not be the candidate that gets selected, but I want to be come off as the most prepared one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. You got you to gotta put yourself in the best possible position. So the more information that you know, anything that you could tie in uh, definitely helps. All right, so we kind of got a little bit of background on your uh, school and and uh, career. How about like some cool, fun stuff about you? Like, okay. you know, give us yep. give us something that people can get to know, Tyler.
4: I guess I'll guess I'll do two things: one a fact, and the two an ability. I guess. Okay. So one is um, I was actually born on Super Bowl Thirty Two when the Broncos beat the. Uh, Packers I was actually born on January 25th 1998 so maybe my sports background was kind of like foretold that I would be interested in sports <laughs> um so I try to like that's always a fun fact that I mix into any you know two truths and a lie game right. and then in high school I learned how to juggle so I can juggle so
0: like I mean of, how, how good I mean you know is I, this... can,
4: I can do a uh, three ball I can't I can I used to be able to do rings but I can't do rings um, no
0: swords or anything
4: no, I can do like three ball. I can rotate with two ball in one hand and like, so I'm, a, I'm okay, but I can juggle. So I'm pretty proud of it. So. All
0: right. Yeah. Well, what do you have there? You could juggle. <laughs> <Next time. laughs> Put you right on the here. spot. I want to see no. nothing right
4: here. So.
1: No,
0: but uh, no, that sounds good. I appreciate you. You joining me. Um, anything else that uh, you want to share before we wrap up?
4: You know, I just you know, for anybody who's listening, or you know, if it's another student or it's another person who you know might be going through a tough time transitioning to another job, just you know, there's a lot of people out there who are going through this right now, and um, you know, there's no right way to do this. Um, there's a That's lot of sure. ways that there's a lot of ways that you can be proactive, but also try to take care of yourself as well. Um, and something I guess maybe I challenge any of you who listen is to like try to reach out to a few people per week and, you know, try to chat with them and learn more about them. The value of connections is so important. It's
0: huge in this, this business. It, especially. Can,
4: it can really make a difference. You know, it can help you get to that interview rounds. It really can. I've seen it firsthand a few times already. So, you know, just try to challenge you to do that. But obviously on your own timetable, that's good for you. So,
0: All right, we're excited. We're back again for another Free Agent Fridays. Today I have Todd Worley with me, who's got a great football background and excited to kind of get to know Todd. Welcome to the show, Todd.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, well, kind of spend a few minutes and just give us your background.
5: Absolutely. So I attended the College of Worcester in Ohio, played football there, and then actually played for a year in Germany also. And after what after graduating from Worcester, I got my law degree from Case Western Reserve University up in Cleveland and then passed the Ohio bar exam Then I've been working in sports ever since then. So I've been working in scouting, football operations, football administrations for two teams in the Arena Football League, um, the Saskatchewan Roughriders of the CFL, the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl, and then most recently the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. And as I'm sure a lot of you guys know, Uh, We all got laid off back in April due to COVID-19. And then I've also gained three years of experience in the media as a publisher and recruiting analyst for 24 seven sports. And I coached for a season at Fort Scott Community College out in Kansas when we made it to the national championship game. So fortunately I've had some really impressive breaks in terms of being able to be a part of some really good teams learn from some really good people and just build my skill set around the way we've i've in, in the in the afl as part of one afl champion and then one team that made it to the arena bowl um in the cfl we took over the last place team in the league and then quickly with our second year we were in the conference championship game and then obviously nice. at fort scott like i said made it to the national championship game and then um also have an annual free football camp that i run for underprivileged youth where we teach fundamentals of of the game but then the the real focus is we bring speakers in and they stress um, issues such as character and pursuing your dreams and that's been a real passion of mine to do that and that's something I'm really proud of in the last several years.
0: Do you do that in your hometown or what area do you do that in?
5: It's in uh, Worcester, Ohio, which is the the town I went to college in.
0: I know where I used to live in Canton, Ohio. So did you really? Okay, Worcester was not uh, too far. A little little west on my way to Ohio State games, I would pass it. So exactly. Uh, So what kind of you know you have you know obviously coaching, you got player personnel, um, analytics, scouting. Like, what is your you know dream job, and and then what are you looking for next?
5: So my dream job has always been to be an nfl gm um but you know the longer i've been in the industry the more people i've met the more roles i've had It all it comes down to is being with the right people in the right place for me so i'm still obviously very much open to the gm path but the focus has shifted a bit to just being in a fulfilling place and i know there are so many other roles where i can be happy in and what i'm looking for right now um to to kind of build off of that, I don't necessarily have a specific job title I'm looking at because I've got experience in so many different areas and love the industry. So whether it's in scouting, operations, contracts, the salary cap, administration, media relations, community relations, those are all fits. Then I haven't done sales per se, but I think when you're in management and scouting, a lot of that comes down to learning a new brand and becoming an expert at that brand, and then selling that brand to other people and getting them on board. And so I feel like I do have the transferable skills to succeed in sales as well if the opportunity presents itself.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, trying to recruit or sign free agents. Right. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's I've I've done it. I, I it's it it transfers great. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, no. Uh, what kind of um, you know, stuff did you do with Seattle? You know, I, I know you did some scouting and analytics. Like, what what exactly was your role there and, and what kind of projects were you working on?
5: And um, a lot of different things. So we had a um, two-man personnel department. It was myself and, and my boss, Tony Softly. And he's, he's one of my favorite people in this industry. He's awesome and learned so much from him. And so we had a very short amount of time to put together an entire draft. We had thousands of players to evaluate, conduct background research on, run analytics on them. Um, just so we were, the two of us were kind of handling that. And so it was nonstop, it was a lot of fun. And then in a startup league with a small staff, you're also doing a lot um, on the operations end. I actually filmed the practices, so I helped out with the video helped out with equipment every now and then, um, would handle contracts, would um, just just about anything you think of, we were all getting our hands in, in just about every department.
0: When you kind of going back to um, college and everything, I mean, did you go to get your law degree for the purpose of trying to become the GM or was were you actually looking to become an attorney
5: oh, or man, both? A long story. I, I honestly wanted to become an agent. That was okay. what I wanted to do. And then halfway through law school, started to learn more about that path. And then was also starting to learn about the sports management path for the first time. And the more I learned about management and the more I learned about becoming an agent, I, you know, the, the scale started to tip the other way. And so um, kind of did a, a shift midway through, but at that point, I'm already done with the toughest part of law school. It makes sense to to finish, pass the bar exam, get that stuff out of the way, and then have that um, down the road if need be. But really, so from since like midway through law school, I have kind of known what I wanted to do, and I've been following that path since then.
0: I mean, it it definitely doesn't hurt to to have. So I mean, definitely, uh, definitely good. Um, What kind of, you know, skills... Are you going to bring to your next position like what have you learned over the years that uh, will help you stand out
5: i think first thing i i think extreme versatility I, there really isn't that much that i haven't done in this industry um and i've done them at different levels and so i think um you you can speak for this too like like the levels that you've worked at the levels i've worked at like people are wearing multiple hats and not everything is just easily falls into place all the time and right. so you really you really have to grind at it and I that, that's been key in my development I think um, also a critical thinker a problem solver a team player I feel like I'm great at I excel at building relationships with people of all ages race gender status whatever it is um, I'm a leader one of my former bosses one one area I've really improved a lot in the last three or four years, I was always decent at it. But one of my former bosses really helped enhance my ability to think outside the box and help take an organization to another level. And so grateful for learning that and developing that skill. And I think that's key moving forward. And then um, I would just say a lot of my bosses and former bosses will describe me as a tireless worker. And I know one of my mentors in the NFL, he always tells me that I'm the most persistent person he's ever met. So <laughs> I'll, I'll hang in there and I'll keep battling no matter what. So
0: uh, You got to have it, and especially too, just in the, you know, the job search, you got to be persistent yeah. and, uh, you know, find out, find, find ways to be top of mind for people. Somehow. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's a ton out there of just right. great people. That's the, that's the problem. You know, just so many good people that, um, are out of work and it's not due to performance, you know, it's outside control and makes it tough. But what would you say is your biggest, you know, weakness or area that you need to, you know, improve on?
5: Oh, it's kind of funny. So, um, there are certain things I, I, like, I look back, like back in school, I think most people have subjects that you excel in subjects that you might struggle in. And for whatever reason you might have a block in a certain subject where it just never clicks with you and um, i would say in the sports industry i'd say video and it those are probably two areas that um, you know just haven't clicked with me and so they might have in a way intimidated me in the past just because i felt so unknowledgeable about them and because of that i because i kind of knew what i didn't know so i would kind of steer clear of them if possible and then in seattle this actually i never expected or planned on this but we had such a small staff um so we were all helping out other departments at times and so i actually got to do video at practice and that it's not hard at all but like it was actually somewhat nerve-wracking (laughs) having going into it because i would never done that i don't want to mess it up if if you're if you're the guy that messes up the film that everybody hates you
0: (laughs) you got the camera pointed over off the field
5: it's just got the yeah
0: the the wrong wrong clip you know
5: (laughs) so um just doing it it really helped me get over that intimidation aspect of it um it's almost like if you had someone that played receiver their whole life but they never played defense they probably have the athletic skill set to at least make a run out of it on defense. Um, and so, so they can do it. They just don't know they can do it. So once they, as long as they're humble and they'll work and they're coachable, they'll pick it up and you know, it's just, there's a natural learning curve, but you pick it up. And so I think that's, um, something that I developed. I'm still nowhere close to an expert at that by obviously, but
0: I mean, it's a constant thing that you're going to, I mean, Continue to learn. I mean, that's, it's gonna be a continued process, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. What, what kind of technology did you guys use in um, Seattle? Any so specific softwares or programs?
5: We use Exos for, for our film.
0: Okay. Um, when you were with the CFL, did you have to go up to Canada a lot or was it all just regional stuff in the US here that you were focused on?
5: Yeah, um, I was based in Ohio and covering American colleges and then NFL training camps in my area. And so I would go up to Canada maybe several days a year and that was it. And then, um, so obviously the, the the bulk of the players that you're evaluating are all in the States. And so there isn't much of a need to be up there. And then most of our staff was American. So we could get together in the off season, whether at the senior bowl or different um, team combines that we ran, tryout camps. And so there's still enough, um, enough FaceTime and enough interaction. So it wasn't, it wasn't usually, it wasn't quite as necessary to get up to Regina.
0: Tell me a little bit about like Jacksonville, because obviously I've been involved in arena and indoor football and, you know, the Jacksonville Sharks of, uh, they were in the Arena Football League back then. But what, Mm -hmm. what kind of stuff were you working on there with the club?
5: Uh, personnel and football administration. So running, uh, um, handling all processing all the paperwork. So the payroll, the contracts, the waiver workouts, then obviously then uh, running the scouting department. Um, one thing that's neat about the AFL is you have, they allow you to ha- to bring in waiver workouts every week and it's, you can bring in as many as you want. The only limit is how much equipment your team has. Yeah. So th- there were weeks where we had to turn guys away cause we didn't have enough shoulder pads for everybody or whatever it was. And then, um, but just getting guys in and so, and to do that, um, you're building relationships with agents, with the players, explaining what they can expect. And one thing I kind of prided myself on is being honest and explaining that, look, we've got guys that have come in here and they've gotten signed. The vast majority do not get signed. So I don't want to tell you you will, but there is an opportunity. If you come in and you show that, that you're too good for us. (laughs) If if you're too good for us to let us to let you leave or, you know, we'll do something. And we had um, one of the guys we brought in that year was Greg Reed. We brought him. he came in, I think week five or six and ended up becoming first team all arena and rookie of the year. And he helped us. He was a key component to us um, going on a big winning streak down the stretch and making it to the arena bowl.
0: Yeah. I know Jacksonville's always had, really good success, um, on the field. And even in the the crowd, I mean, they always, they always had good support there and the fans are they awesome. still do. Yeah. yeah, they still do. Nice. Yeah. It's a great city.
5: It's an awesome, it really is a neat city.
0: So have you thought about, um, getting into the coaching side? I mean, I know with scouting, I mean, you're probably running some workouts and some other things. So, I mean, you've played, you've coached, um, some, so has that ever been a thought for you or
5: so I coached for a season um, at the JUCO level, and that was more, I like coaching. I love the management side, though. So um, I'm I'm not opposed to coaching by any means. It's just not quite my top passion. Um, but I kind of did that to build my resume, and I think it's helped me as an evaluator, too. And um, since then, the teams I've worked with in Jack- Jacksonville and then in Seattle, I've done some quality controls here and there. but. Um, not necessarily pursuing the coaching path, but if I got into a situation where they needed some help somewhere in addition to my – You could definitely timer, jump little, in. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind of like that, yeah.
0: No, that's – I mean, it's good to be versatile like that. When when you played, what, what position were you? I
5: was a defensive end in college, and then high school played on offense, tight end in fullback, and then on defense just about everything in the front seven.
0: Nice. Getting dirty in there, getting dirty. Yeah,
5: that, that's where the games won and lost. Would
0: you? How would you define success?
5: That's oh man. Um, I would say doing the job better than it's ever been, but ever been done before, and kind of that whole leave the jersey in a better place concept. Um, to take the team or the company or the organization that I'm working with, uh, help them get to heights they've never been to.
0: What do you think you bring to the table uh, that will kind of stand out from the pack? I
5: think, you know, as I mentioned before, my versatility, I don't think um, there are that many people that have gotten their hands on as many different departments at several different levels like I have. And so I feel like I can definitely save a roster spot or two wherever I go. And then being able to think outside the box in order to solve in in sports there are constantly new challenges coming up new problems that need to be solved and if you do it the way it's always been done I think you limit the ceiling of yourself and your team as a whole and so really try to pride myself on thinking outside the box to you know let's create something that's never been done before that's been my focus
0: yeah no that's great and then how about like something you know more just Fun, personal, like you know right. tell us about you.
5: I love to travel um in college, spent a semester abroad in Spain, and then um I, as I mentioned before, I played football in Germany for a season, so traveled extensively. haven't gotten to much as much as much as I like to lately, but love doing that and just seeing the world and meeting people and exposing myself to new cultures.
0: What's your favorite spot man that's that that a go? really
5: tough question um parts of Italy, maybe Switzerland is um, a must see, man, there, there are so many.
0: I've only been to Canada outside the US. So I've okay. got to, I got to check it out. I like to travel. I just like to travel in the US.
5: <laughs> well, and that's the neat, neat thing about having such a big country is that there's you could just travel solely in the US and see so many neat things. So yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's definitely cool. Yeah. Uh, well, anything that we can do to help um we definitely will i mean i think you got such a great background and you know especially you know having that that law degree in there and just you know working your way from the juco to arena to cfl xfl i mean you know definitely can see you getting in there in the nfl or you know in another league that pops up you know pretty soon so appreciate you coming on today
5: Thank you. Thank you. And, and just to put a plug in for some of my former coworkers, but you mentioned the XFL, like we had just our team alone. I'm, I knew a few people here and there with other teams, but we had so many talented people. It, it was, it was unbelievable. And it, it's a shame, like you said, it's a shame what happened, but that was an outstanding product. And I think there's so many really talented, passionate, hardworking people who are kind of on the sidelines right now. And what you're doing is great to give us some exposure and hopefully it helps us all.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I think everyone who was involved should be proud of, you know, what was accomplished because mm-hmm. nobody, you know, everybody was like, oh, here we go again. And, and
5: right.
0: it's like, I, I like it because it's kind of my attitude. It's like, you just, you shut them up, you prove them wrong. Right. And, and you guys did. So, um, again, excited and uh, let's definitely keep in touch.
5: For sure. For sure. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, we're back again for another Free Agent Friday today i've got matt trust with me thanks matt for joining me
6: oh thanks for having me great thing you're doing here with uh, the free agency love it
0: yeah no it's we've been getting a great response so far so hopefully we can help get you some some exposure if you can kind of give us um you know a little bit of background where you went to school and kind of any internships that you've done up until this point for
6: sure so graduate of shippensburg university in pennsylvania uh, bachelor's in 2018 in communication journalism with the PR emphasis area and then stayed at SHIP for two more years completed a master's of science in strategic communications just about a month ago uh, so that's uh, that's been a great six-year run of school I, I think I can finally put an end to, uh, to education though for now, in the for class, now. a little
0: today. break <laughs> <laughs> yeah ready to put it to work right for sure So what is kind of your um, idea, uh, ideal career path?
6: Yeah, the dream job uh, is to be a PR director for a National Hockey League team. Uh, And uh, that's kind of been the mindset for, I would say, about five or six years now. That's been the goal in mind.
0: What is it about NHL? Are you just a big hockey fan or...
6: Yeah, always grew up watching hockey, Uh, it was always more than a sport but a religion to me honestly. Uh, My parents, uh, just growing up in the Lehigh Valley area at the time, you could either drive an hour and a half to Philadelphia uh, and see the Flyers or you can drive the same distance to Hershey and see the Hershey Bears play at a much cheaper price. So my parents took me to Hershey from a very young age and that's where I kind of fell in love with the sport.
0: So now you're a lot younger than me. I grew up in Lancaster, so I went to Hershey Bergs games as a kid as well. So, but when I went, it was like Hershey park arena. And you're probably too young to have been to Hershey park arena. I'm taking it.
6: So I was seven years old when they made the transition over from Hershey park arena to now it's giant center. They still use Hershey park arena as a practice venue whenever uh since giant center is a multi-purpose facility so whenever you have a concert or whatnot come through they'll have to shift practice over to the old barn for a few days but that's a lot of care in that arena
0: (laughs) oh yeah i I remember it finally i was just it's funny i just saw something on uh, amazon prime there was a a documentary on the hershey bears uh history which i thought was pretty cool because it's it's very uh rich but jump into um your sports experience. I I know you were with, um, you know, the minor league baseball team for a little bit. Um, Tell us about what you did there.
6: Absolutely. So I was fortunate enough to spend a summer with the Pulaski Yankees uh, under the direction of their uh, fantastic GM, Betsy Hall down there. Uh, So helped out with media relations uh, for the club in addition to stadium operations. Ended up getting the job at uh, the winter meetings. Uh, It was where I interviewed for it. And right off, uh, right after I got off the plane, when I came back from, it was in Orlando, Florida, that year. Uh, I got the phone call saying I would be joining the Pulaski Yankees for that summer uh, to help out. So really neat dynamic, just with the GM and an assistant GM and seven interns. So the interns run the show, and it's that's how the staff is. Yeah. Wow,
0: it's, it's a lot nice. of responsibility for you then, too, as an intern, which is great.
6: It was a great, uh, great learning environment.
0: What other kind of stuff did you have to do outside of just uh, your PR stuff? I'm sure you had to kind of mix around with some other stuff.
6: Yeah, there was nothing quite like uh, being up in the press box and you're doing your, your basic social content. You're uh, you're going through the notes. I would also kind of work as like a statistician to the uh, radio play by play broadcaster for the Pulaski Yankees as well uh, while the games were going on. And then if the rain would start to fall, being on standby to just completely vacate the laptop and run down into uh <laughs> into a torrential downpour for the heroic <laughs> tarp. Pool. so that's uh something you look back at and uh you, you take a lot of pride in it that you were able to to be a part of all
0: that that's the one thing i'm not looking forward to i am this is my first year in in baseball and minor league baseball and uh, i keep hearing about the tarp so i I'm like, uh, I don't know about that one, but, yeah. uh, so. It didn't
6: eat me. So I was happy to survive it without getting a eat up once.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've seen some of those videos, the guys at the office showed me, so it can be a little dangerous sometimes. So you got a good variety of experience there. And then how did you end up in Hershey with the bears?
6: So I was actually that snot nosed intern that never went away in a sense. <laughs> Uh, I interned for Hershey for three years, my sophomore, junior, and senior year of college at SHIP. Uh, what started as a game days uh, arena operations internship for uh, improving the the execution for a game night experience. It then transitioned into uh, a PR-focused internship my senior year, uh, and I was really fortunate where uh, Once I graduated, I was in Pulaski with the Yankees for that one summer, and about a month in, I got a phone call from my former supervisor in Hershey saying, we're going to make this a full-time position, and it's because of the work you put in. Uh, You're going to be the first person we call. If you want it, it's yours. So then it turned into uh, the new position created in Hershey, the media coordinator for the team, which would co-oversee PR and communication efforts uh, in addition to the play-by-play voice of the Bears Zach Fish. She worked as my boss uh, as the he was a manager of broadcasting and media relations. So two seasons in that gig uh, was my first full-time job. I was thrilled to be 22 years old at the time at a school going from an internship in pro baseball and once the season ended for baseball to transition into hockey. Uh, so. That was a great two seasons, Uh, unfortunately laid off uh, in June because of the current situation, but uh, that was a, a great run with them.
0: Yeah, and you know, such a great franchise too to be learning from. I mean, they've got some great people there. What do you think, you know, the biggest skills that you're gonna bring to your next position?
6: I think passion is a big one for me. I think many who have worked with me in the past, they know that once my mind is on something. Once I'm really passionate about a project, it's full systems go and I'm not content until the task at hand is met and I've done everything possible I can do to make a task uh, as successful as possible, whether it's putting work into writing game notes, whether it's hosting the media for an event, setting a press row, just being a, a good advocate for our team. So our players are looked at uh, in the public in as positive light as possible uh, for me, just bringing all my focus and all my energy to that.
0: How about on the flip side of that? You know, what's, what's the biggest areas you need to improve on?
6: I think my biggest weakness is that I don't celebrate wins enough. Uh, when you accomplish something I think my mind maybe too soon goes to okay that's great now what's next uh, I, I think I could do a better job just even if it's for a few moments just taking that step back I think of reflection and just really enjoying experience enjoying the win before moving on immediately to Okay, what's next? What do we have to accomplish next?
0: How would you define success?
6: I think success is honestly defined by this happiness. Are you happy as an individual with the job that you did? If you look around, if you look back, do you have any regrets? The people around you, what's their reaction? Are they content ultimately from PR aspect. Yes, we want to sell tickets, but it's all about the fan experience. It's about selling our product in a way that people are content with being a fan of this team. They're content with the fan experience. Are they happy? Are they receiving in their mind bang for their buck in terms of the overall experience from the moment that you walk into the arena? So I I think all of that falls under success
0: yeah i like it i like it what will stand out about you you know in this you know hunt you know when someone's looking through um candidates what is it about you um that you feel is going to stick out
6: always try to be as well-rounded as possible with my skill set in being an effective communicator verbally, but also being able to tell stories visually through the ability uh, on Adobe Creative Cloud uh, products for Adobe InDesign, Photoshop, uh, Audition, having a background knowledge in all of that I think nowadays is really, really key. Uh, And just the ability that uh, managers over the years. Give me assignments, and each and every time there's just that confidence factor where it's like I know if I give trust this assignment, he's gonna take it, he's gonna run with it, do a great job, he's gonna follow up if he has any questions and try to make the most and make the best of what we need him to do.
0: Very good. How about um something more personal like give us a fun fact about yourself, like let's get to know Matt here
6: yeah uh so let's see before focusing on pr uh the goal was to be a play-by-play broadcaster uh for a national hockey league team before making the the transition over so i mean i i'm totally that person that in the shower is doing play-by-play to himself uh for a a hockey game that i might have watched last (laughs) night or uh or a big baseball game uh as a, I guess, guilty pleasure. I'm a diehard New York Mets fan as well. So uh, their S&Y broadcaster, Gary Cohen, to me is like the voice of God. So uh, (laughs) doing his home run calls (laughs) in the shower is, uh, you know what? I'm a grown man, but I'm not ashamed of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. You know, what, uh, what area are you open to, you know, you kind of, you went to college in PA, you're from PA. Are you looking to stay in Pennsylvania or are you open to relocating? Are you open to other sports? What, what do you kind of see um, that next step?
6: Yeah, absolutely. Open to, to relocating. Uh, it's a big world and uh, I want to see as most of it is possible. Uh, and I, also I know that this is such a competitive industry and I think The more that I would, if I were in the mindset of, I just want to stay in PA, then I know that really limits me into what are the different possibilities out there for the different franchises and different organizations I can land in. So I'm young, uh, I'm ready to go anywhere where the job takes me, Uh, sport wise, hockey is my first love, baseball is a close second for me. Uh, but anywhere that I can go to learn the fundamentals or learn more in detail as well of just front office operations for a, a pro sports franchise sounds like a great destination for me.
0: No, that's good. It's good to be flexible, especially right now. And, you know, kind of still continue to to learn and develop and, and find that niche. I mean, because, you know, you're you're a step or two away from, you know, that that end goal. There's going to be a couple stops in between there, I'm sure. So keep keep working hard and keep in touch. I appreciate you joining me today.
6: Oh, absolutely. Again, great thing that you are doing here. I appreciate it. And I know there's, there's many others that uh, are thrilled for this platform you're putting together for them.